Kaylee is a 21-year-old gymnastics coach. Even though she was a competitive gymnast, her only concussion comes from a car accident around seven months ago that has left her with post-concussion syndrome. Listen about how she uses her experience to help others. This is the Neural Network. Hey. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Do you want to introduce yourself? Sure, okay. Um, my name is Kaylee. I'm 21 years old, and I am a gymnastics coach and a former gymnast. That's so cool. <laughs> Thank you. How did you get your concussion? I'm sorry? How did you get your concussion? So, actually, my concussion was never involved with uh, gymnastics training. It was actually involved due to a car crash. Oh. Yeah. So... Uh, how long ago was that? It was about seven months ago, towards the end of the summer. Mm. Wow. So what are your main symptoms? So when I first had it, they didn't really realize that I had one, and then I learned that many concussions due to car crashes don't actually get diagnosed within the first few days. And so I started to feel the symptoms. Um, I was sleeping for excessive amount of hours, and... It just kind of came about over due time. Like, I remember hitting my head that night, but I guess I was kind of in denial that I actually had one because when you're in that moment, it feels like it's not actually that hard of a hit because the adrenaline is so high. So I had been sleeping for a lot of hours. I started to develop headaches, and I was super nauseous, and at that point I realized that it probably is, so I went back to the doctor, and it was confirmed that I bruised my cerebellum. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she had said, you probably hit the back of your head, but when you went flying forward afterward, that you also hit the front. So she referred to it as what they call a double concussion, and that was my first ever one that I had experienced. Wow. Yeah, because it's the back and the front. Uh. Yeah. So what are your feeling now? Like, how, what's improved? What's the, what's the path from concussion to now? So when I first had it, I had spent about three weeks in my bed recovering from the accident itself as well as the concussion. Um, I had a lot of issues with headaches, and I never really got headaches growing up or anything like that. I was actually pretty lucky. Um, I also got very lucky, and my coaches had taught me how to fall safely and never really had a concussion in the gym, thankfully. So I thought that I would, when I retired from competitive gymnastics, that I had gotten lucky that I never had a serious head injury like that. And then, you know, of course, there's other ways that you can develop it. And over time, I just, I still had those headaches, and it had been about three months after the accident. I was getting headaches in the back of my head, the front. Um, I went to see a chiropractor, found out that my neck was kind of, a little messed up and the only serious neck injury that I had had was previously in the gym um had fallen and strained my c5 to c7 and now I had just came to my c2 out of place so that was causing a lot of headaches she helped those in a better way so I do believe in the chiropractic I used to used to not actually I used to not believe in the chiropractors and just kind of go with the physical therapy but um due to the other injuries and things like that that I had going on before the accident I couldn't really fully commit to physical therapy for my neck again because um, I was recovering from some other injuries before the accident had happened. So I still get the headaches every once in a while. And then usually when I go to her, I feel a little better, but I definitely still feel my neck out of place. I still get the lightheadedness or the dizziness occasionally. Um, the nausea, thankfully, I haven't gotten very often, but memory and just, I guess, different moods have definitely affected me a lot since the, uh, since the concussion had started. That makes sense. I've heard that the like the front of your brain has like the 
behavioral isn't the right word, but it affects yeah. your personality. Mm-hmm. It said personality and just um, different moods as well as the chemicals and everything. And she had told me, you know, your cerebellum for memory, that can very much affect it. And so now I've learned a lot about them and it's made me, you know, I've always been very interested in concussions itself, but now unfortunately experiencing it, I've definitely pieced a lot of things together. And I also had some, some issues with the pituitary gland that I noticed and that was never confirmed by a doctor, but I could put the pieces together thinking about it. Cause I would go from excessive drinking of water to not wanting to drink any at all. And I usually drink like three or four bottles a day and I would drink that amount and it still would never be enough. I'd still would want more and more water. And they say that connects with to a uh, pituitary gland dysfunction after a concussion. Wow. I've never heard that, but it makes sense. Makes sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> And so for the chiropractor, is that the Atlas orthogonal? Um, so I had actually just recently found about that, and I was going to mention it to my chiropractor. My chiropractor is actually a former coworker of mine and a good friend of mine, and she had said to me that it's just usually just about the tension in your neck and everything from you know the accident, because I'm sure that I did kink that out when I had the concussion. Um, from hitting it into the into the headrest, but I was actually going to go ask her about it and see what she thought and, and to see what, you know, my options were for that because I'm not too sure if she actually practices that, but I usually just do um, her with a regular kind of chiropractic and she just kind of assesses how I am that day and goes from there. I did the, I got a whiplash concussion, so mm-hmm. my neck was all screwed up as well. Yeah. So I did the... <laughs> the atlas it was so weird going right beforehand my neck was like a rock it was so stiff I hadn't Mm -hmm. noticed but once I found out about it I was like whoa okay yeah I can barely move my head Uh, yeah but then as soon as they did the atlas there was like no knots in my neck it was really weird Mm -hmm. but it didn't really help my headaches headaches but helps most people so other than the chiropractor what kinds of things have you tried so I also do halo therapy just for inflammation that I have in my costal cartilage in my ribs, and that was prior to the accident. What is um, that? I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's very it's very actually rare. Um, they call it TT syndrome or costochondritis. It's a very um, – they say it's rare, but I feel like there's a lot of people in the world who actually suffer with these conditions. Um, the only difference between the two is that the DTs comes with swelling on your chest. So I had that for a while, and um, ultimately – this salt therapy is Himalayan salt that they grind into um, a machine and it comes out as aerosol and you breathe it in. It's been known to help a lot of people who have asthmatic conditions or if they have skin conditions going on. And it's helped a lot when I've done that. And I find that it also helps with my dizziness and my lightheadedness. Um, so I'm really grateful to find for that. And I use a lot of peppermint essential oil on my temples or on the back of my head. And that definitely helps release my headaches. And then typically before I fall asleep at night, I sleep with um a heating pad for a couple minutes and then I just use it for a little bit before I actually fall asleep and then I also use it on my neck because it's primarily the only way I can fall asleep um my chiropractor recommended a certain Tempur-Pedic pillow so I use that to help keep my neck into place because you know I'm only 21 I shouldn't be having these issues with my neck this young so I'm trying to just help it as best as I can um and you know take care of the body as best as you can as well yeah it makes sense so kind of a weird question but is there any positive things that have come out of this experience um so i'd have to say that prior to this accident of mine i was going through some pretty rough times throughout um my around my birthday when i was turning 21 i um had a lot of stress with school and just a lot of stuff going on in my life and i guess that 
when I learned about other people having concussions and things, I tried my best to understand, you know, what they were going through and teammates of mine, friends of mine, just other people that I've known. And I would be supportive, but, you know, it goes to show that everything in life, you could be supportive of other people, but if you're truly not experiencing it, it's a different kind of beast, but you just have to be supportive. And I think the positive that I've learned through this is that I've already been very crazy about taking care of the gymnasts that I coach and making sure that they understand how to land properly because my coach did the same for me, even if you can experience concussions through other ways and in life. And I think that when I experienced mine, I thought back to other people whom I've known who have experienced it. And I just thought about, you know, how it's made sense to me, how I've understood that it's very real and that, you know, mood swings and anger outbursts, issues with sleep, memory, and just all these things combined, like, it's not their fault. It's something that really just, it comes about. Like, I've had people now tell me, you know, what do you mean you can't remember anything? Like, you're only 21. And it doesn't matter what age you are. It matters how severe the injury was. And it's just made me realize, like, a lot before I experienced it myself, unfortunately. But, you know, connecting the dots now, it, it's made me realize a lot of the stuff that I was going through. It kind of connected all because it made sense of, okay, maybe this all happened for a reason for you to learn and understand kind of thing. Yeah, it makes sense, definitely. Absolutely. So is there something, some particular thing that you can't live without? Like, um, it doesn't have to be, like, a medication or anything, just, like, mm-hmm. your favorite thing? Hmm. Live without as far as the concussion, I definitely would say the heating pad. <laughs> um because even as I'm here right now, like, I feel my neck into my head, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I need to go put a heating pad before I have to leave the house today kind of thing. But yeah. um, I think that would be something that I can't live without. Heating pads are great. So great. It's such a blessing. <laughs> so do you have any words of advice to even just, like, with your your training for overall safety, something? Mm-hmm. So after I graduated um, – from high school and I went into school for health and fitness and personal training um through that I've now began my studies for sports psychology and sports injury and I think experiencing this concussion now has also also helped me more with protecting other gymnasts and protecting other athletes and and I've become a bigger advocate for concussion safety because I truly believe that it's not worth it to do any sport if it's your head, your neck, your spine, or anything like that because it's not necessarily about your next five to six years collegially. It's about your next 80 years and living a regular life because now, you know, it's just these kids at these younger ages are getting these TBIs and it's affecting their lives in so many ways that, you know, if you're playing an elite sport and you're going in training, but you have a TBI at a young age, either high school or younger, then, you know, you can't focus on your schoolwork to even potentially get a scholarship. So I think that becoming an advocate because of it is helping a lot of other people, and I want to continue helping them. And my best advice for people who are concerned about if they've had too many TBIs or just in general but still want to make it to that college level as an athlete is to just not look at their next five and six years, but look at their next years and living a daily life because, you know, it's it's not worth it in the end to go and hurt yourself more if it's your brain. You know, you only have one brain, you only have one body, and you need to take care of it. Yeah, definitely. Wow. <laughs> so any parting words about your experience or anything? Um, I think I 
just want other people to know out there that this concussion support group that I've been involved with has definitely helped me in many ways because you do feel like you're alone out there with any medical condition that you may be experiencing, but you also have to know that there's other people who have experienced it in, in different ways, you know, and I really do believe that even if we don't know what's happening in our life at the moment, the reason why, it's later on for a reason, you know, I didn't really think about why the heck I had to experience this this accident and why it's affected me but now I've realized that it's helped me help others and if that's going to be the reason then that's a great thing and if it's going to help me in other ways in the future that I just don't know yet then that's also great but you know supporting one another and supporting other people in your life and having that support from other people is just ultimately how you'll get through it yeah definitely the sport is huge mm-hmm <laughs> very 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 supportive yeah. people in your life is what you need definitely thanks so much for talking with me thank you for having me it was a lot of fun to to get to share the story and experience yeah okay well i hope you feel better thank you thank you you as well thank you okay bye this, this all works out for you as well i'm glad that you get to do something like this to showcase everybody's stories yeah i found i never heard of post-concussion syndrome before i had it yeah, me either. I had no idea. Now I'm experiencing it, you know? It's crazy. Yeah, and I, it's just, just a, like you're saying with the support, try and find through other people so we can learn from each other. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because, you know, it's, it's crazy to only think that I've only experienced one and I have all these symptoms, but people that I've known that have experienced more than one is just even crazier. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Alrighty, well, yeah, thank you for having me. Let me know if I um, am needed for anything else. I'd love to help you in any way. Thank you. Alrighty. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Neural Network. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Go to my website, tinyurl.com/neuralnetworkhv, for resources and other fun content. Just a reminder that this is a Girl Scout project. You can sign up to get an interview on my website. Thanks so much for listening. Leave a rating and review if you like it so other people can find us. Thank you.